0: So like everywhere we went this afternoon, people have, were talking about your hair and raving about your hair and complimenting you on your hair. And then you had to show everyone who talked about it the video of me getting my hair done. Yes, because it was super cool. I did that hyperfix... No. <laughs> this is hyperfixating. This is This is, is a practice. plug for what we're actually listening to. It's hyperfixating with moss. And mom. Anyway. Um, yeah. The... Uh, I don't know what it's called. It is hyper something on the, on, on the phone. Hyperlapse. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Hyperlapse. Where it's like every 20 seconds condenses to one second. And, uh, so I just pointed it at, at your head while the, well, Jess, the hairstylist, was going over and putting rainbows in your hair. Yeah. All in time for pride in two weeks. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> we should make sure this gets out before pride. Say yes. Say say yeah. I'll do all the editing and get everything all done. You don't know home. how to edit, so I, I, I have that. to. Yes. I mean, if I wanted to be really lazy, I could take mom's money and hire an editor. But no. Yeah. Only if we. Only if you. Only if we get like super popular and like monetize it and like. Yeah, you have to get popular enough to actually have a reason. To actually, have a reason to actually, have a reason to hire an editor. Yeah. Okay. We're both tired and my brain just went, woo! So anyway, hair. Mom, I got my hair done in rainbows. And it's awesome. And we will put pictures on the um whatever. Here, I'll run my fingers through it in front of the microphone. There. Oh wow, that's kind of nice. Do you want to hear me wipe my nose? Oh. No. Oh my god. Like, dude. Anyway, let's not describe what Moss just did. No. Where are your tissues? You have to touch them. On my bed. On your bed. They're up there. I Oh, God. You have to put them. So in order to get the tissues, in order to get Moss tissues, what I will need to do is get up off this little stool, climb over an exercise bike. Climb onto Masa's bed, which is like a, like a, a half loft. It, it's about four feet tall where it is. Three feet tall. And then climb across a bunch of pillows and a blanket in progress, which, he, which he is crocheting. Which is it's show, And then rescue the toilet paper from all the K-pop bobbleheads. I'll be back! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can do this. Move the back. <laughs> Stool (laughs) Uh, on the the remote control. Hello, Um, and I have tissues. Catch you know I can't. Apparently, you're right. Okay, I'm coming back. Maybe where'd the stool go? Oh my god! I'm (laughs) going to die. Anyway, Are you aware that this episode about hair? Is laden with intergenerational longing? no, it is, oh yes, I just realized. go ahead, turn on the floor, I won't tell, That's so anyway, <laughs> when, when I was growing up, I, my my mother a lesser dishes. I did grow up yes when when I was growing up in the seventies, in longmont i I very much wanted. My mother to be able to, to do my hair, like fancy braids and curls and stuff. And, um, she did buy once, once or twice we did one of the homemade, uh, um, in a box. They curl your hair. Oh, it's called a permanent. Get a perm. Yeah. But apparently they smell a lot. Yes, they do. Home perms stink like crazy and they like fry your hair and they don't like make your hair into tight little adorable ringlets and stuff they might just do a little bit of a wave and they fade really fast and i was horribly disappointed because i wanted hair like And one time you put hair curlers in my hair overnight and i was horrified because (laughs) i had cotton candy hair and i had to go to school the next day so you put it in like these two little mini buns on the side of my head it's like i had cotton candy sticks on the top of my head you were adorable and i love you so the only thing that my mother could do was she could do an English braid, um, which meant for her that you put the pony you hair put the hair in a ponytail, and we would either have one big ponytail or we would have you know one on each side, and then she would divide it into three parts and braid it, and then the the green um rubber bands that come around a newspaper if you've ever actually had a paper newspaper thrown at your porch uh In the morning, that was what was put, that was what was used both in the top of my hair and the bottom of my hair. And yes, rubber tends to pull your hair out of your head. And that's the way it was. So anyway, (laughs) that was, that was all my mother did. But back in, in the eighties, the blessed eighties and actually seventies and eighties, because I was a child in the seventies and a teenager in the eighties, we had slumber parties. So, Moss, when you've when you've had a sleepover, what's the most number of of people who have slept over? Like three two, three people together, that's it? Yeah. Yeah. So when I was growing up it was normal. I didn't have any friends growing up. This is true. This is true. We you have a leg up on me. You're an extrovert. I am an extrovert and back in the day and we had like two thousand faces. Run friends. out this is true. And we would just run around the neighborhood and play with whoever's there. And you've never had that privilege because we are much more protective of our children these days. Even if I could in Vermont, Vermont sucks. (laughs) Well, in Vermont, when we were in the smaller house before you were born, um, your big sister, who we were learning to let her have a little bit of playtime and, and independence, when she was right outside the house in our very rural area with almost no traffic and we knew all the neighbors and the neighbor said oh by the way did you know that your daughter is flagging down traffic and asking them to give her a ride and yes I was horrified and yes she did no better but it was one of those things where with your intellectual disability you to know, talk with your parents about you know what's the safe behavior and what's not and with hers with Lucy she had to go out and and try it just to see so anyway yeah she she was safe we did bring her in and we did. now we have uber and Lyft. <sighs> yes now we have uber and lift where you get on the internet you find a stranger and ask them to come get you. yeah anyway my childhood trauma my horror that my mother could not braid my hair other than a simple english braid we had slumber parties and that is how i learned to true french braid because i've always had long hair there's only been uh let me see. I cut it when I was four years old because I thought I could glue my ponytail back on. I swear to God, I thought it would work. But I I was four and I was stupid, okay? And in and oh instead God. of gluing my ponytail back on, my mother put a bowl over my head. That's even worse. And evened out my haircut. Yes, I had a bowl cut to start kindergarten. And then when I was about Oh, in my early twenties, well, or maybe I was nineteen. Yeah, well, I was—I was about twenty. Um, I had my hair cut fairly short, and oh, I thought myself. you were saying it's the only haircut you've, one of the only haircuts you've ever had was between the years you were like four and like twenty. <laughs> I have my hair, my hair trimmed regularly, but I've only had you short? do it regularly, meaning a couple times a year. Okay. <laughs> My hair is just long. That's and did you have your hair cut in the last two years? Yes, I have. You just are completely unaware of it, That's my little true. I don't self-absorbed I... teenager. Well, I also don't remember what I did two hours ago. So oh, this is true. So no, I, have, I had a haircut, a professional haircut done about three weeks ago. And then sometimes, I, Daddy, just trims it for me because all I do is yes, you are covered in glitter, and you've been picking at your skin. Which we're talking to the doctor about. So, are you going to tell me about my childhood trauma? Oh, yes, I learned how to French braid. There was one day we went, I was at a slumber party with our usual somewhere between 12 and 15 girls, um, sleeping over in our pajamas and staying. Yeah, that was our norm. It's like the entire class plus the second class. Yes. That was that we just have really big classes in the nineteen hundreds. In the nineteen oh my God. Yes. Back in the nineteen hundreds <laughs> when I was a child we, we had yeah, we had we had summer parties regularly that were um yeah, twelve to fifteen girls that we just bring our sleeping bags over to whoever's house and sack out in the living room and uh eat junk food and stay up late and braid each other's hair. So, my hair being down to my waist, um, at one of, the, one of my friend's parties, we, uh, um. When I was a child, I used to tell my friends that you were born in the year 1751. Well, close enough. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was 71 and it was 1971. Thank you very much. It's close enough. I got 50% of the numbers. And the dinosaurs <laughs> round. <laughs> In anyway, the 1700s, America was founded. Yes, dear. Thank you. 1763? You have a ping-pong brain. I have ADHD. Okay, so what did the doctor officially say so okay. far? And this is not the end all. my psychiatrist diagnosed mm-hmm. me with a cognitive deficient... Deficit? De- deficit. Deficit, what she said. And... she's trying to speak he's trying to speak he's gonna say something any second it's a it's got a similar abbreviation okay cognitive deficit in attention and memory okay there we go so like that was your psychiatrist with extra steps yeah, well, that was your psychiatrist, right? Yeah. Because you also have a therapist and then you have a primary care. Yeah. And hopefully very, very soon we're going to go to the Tree Center if I can stop playing phone tag with the dude. Do you have your phone? No, I don't. We're not going to do that right now. But it was so fun to start our phones all podcast. All episode <laughs> We time. did that last episode and it turned out really bad as as we realized that, yeah, well, if we're just staring at our phones through a whole podcast. we uh, also talking about getting COVID tested. Interesting. Oh, by the way, we're negative. Yeah, we are negative. We're all negative for COVID. Yeah, which we kind of expected, but you know but, what? Yeah. During a pandemic and now that we have now a my head is present, an actual human being for president instead of a giant Cheeto, we have... <laughs> Uh, we can get tested when we have any reason to. I mean, I have a friend who gets tested once a week, no matter what, and that's great because he's the one that turned out positive randomly, even though all, you know we're all vaccinated. He's vaccinated, we're vaccinated, but my scalp hurts. We got my hair bleached in order to get it super bright. Yeah, and you know when you're when you're bleaching your roots, you're gonna get some bleach on your scalp. Yeah, that hurts. Like, not painstakingly, like not horrifically hurting, but like a eh, eh. little bit irritating type. Yeah, like irritating, like itching and burning. I mean, I was really impressed at how she did with, even though your hair is short. Yeah. Um, if I, if I I can I can rub the back and it's like buzzed in the back and and yeah, she size gave me a years. sick fade. And then we have, um, it's much longer on the top. Yeah. So if you brush it. To the right which you usually do it is stripes of rainbow that's totally awesome yikes oh my god <laughs> warn me before you do that and then if we go the other way then it turns into more of a, a random like tie-dye pattern which is also what did you say sick sick is good right sick is like wicked oh i love it this is so cool yeah yeah this is why we need to get uh the the visual part so we can add Wait, add I pictures i look more emo nah, you now. Look dorky now yeah you've got, I look like an, you've got a center part now you can't see but <laughs> I'm like an emo dork right you look now. like you look like the latest batman the uh what's his robert pattinson yes you look like the robert pattinson batman if you had tie-dye hair it was really cute like batman shouldn't I imagine Batman is this big, muscular man, and like, the lower half of his face, like, down to here, where you can see his face, would still see his face with the mask oh, on. Oh, down to where? Where? Down to here? <laughs> oh yes, down to <laughs> here. Okay, I okay. End, I get it now. <laughs> you know, the, the part of, when Batman is wearing his mask, the part of his face that you can see, okay? His mouth, yeah. Well, like, it's like, Yeah, show our viewers. His nostrils and anything below the tip of his nose. All right. Google it. She's just being nitpicky. Anyway, what was your freaking point? Like, that part of his face that you can see with the mask on is, like, what you expect Batman to look like. And then you take it off, and it's, like, vampire twink. Well... I think he did well in spite of the fact that I mean, he has he acted, that whole. He he did a really good job acting. Yes, but he just he just what? You can't just like wave around and make weird face. I can't uh, describe that face. Uh, <laughs> okay, so George Clooney was an awesome Batman. He I didn't really. I didn't like, Batman. Yes, George Clooney was an awesome Batman back in the day. And also the, Val Kilmer. Val well, Kilmer. Yeah, was early nineteen so hundreds. Cool. The late nineteen hundreds. That Val Kilmer was a Batman. But um oh shoot, why cannot I, I not remember, remember his name because he just came back. Um anyway, the other dude who I think might actually be my best com my favorite combination of Batman and uh what's his, his what's his face? What's Batman? Stop being emo for a minute and answer my question. What's <laughs> Batman's to... name? Bruce Wayne. Yes. Okay. Why were you asking me the combo? Like you were asking, me, what's, what's the combination Batman's between? Name? You were asking me what the combination between blah 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 was, and I'm like, what? Anyway. I thought you just wanted his freaking name. I I feel bad because I cannot remember the actor's name, but he is awesome. I found scissors. And he yes. Okay. Be careful with the scissors. He was he was a really good both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Whereas some others don't point them at me. It's OCD, okay? If you set them down (laughs) on the table and they are pointed at me, it freaks me out. And actually, they're currently pointed at you, and that's also freaking me out. So I'm going to turn them around and point them the other way. Don't dare. I don't care about him. (laughs) Fine, point them at the little dude inside your computer, but don't point them at me or you. Okay, we're safe now. Okay, no, stop it i am going to take those away okay good they're now out of the way so for future knowledge we cannot have either our phones or scissors while we are doing a podcast okay you're supposed to agree with me now no oh fine <laughs> just like on the way home today even though you were in a, in a pretty good mood you were on a high you got confidence all over the place you had your yeah. hair done which was a big splurge because it's it's not cheap to have a, a probe do your hair like that and this probe is awesome ah water again yes you can so side note we're an asmr channel now this is karma i do not care if moss takes my drinks and drinks them because i did this to my mother my entire childhood until I left home for college at age 18 and even after age 18 when I would was so home, you left your poor mother at age 18 to go to college but I'm not allowed to do that I said I love you and you can do Anything you want, because you are strong and smart and capable, and I'm I love you and I encourage you and I want grandchildren, but I want you to go to college here where you can stay close to me. But you can go anywhere you want if you. I'm so you glad really my to health class me. included a lesson on peer pressure. So maybe I'm not your peer; I'm your mother. Do you know what the definition of peer is? I know what the definition of mother is. And I love you. I love I'm you gonna, so much. I'm going to show her the definition of peer because apparently my author and English good <coughs> mother. The, the, the pier is something you go fishing off of. It like sticks out into the water and you you like you fish or you dive off of it. Or if you want to insult someone, you say, go take a long walk off a short pier. Do you have a short pier? Moss. Oh yes, oh yes, try to stifle your laughter when I make a dad joke. By the way, I am not trans, I just rock at the dad jokes, even though I am a cisgender woman and your father. I-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cisgender
0: woman and your father. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm a cisgendered woman, I'm your mother. That's what I meant to say. So, you know what, how we had that rule about you can't have phones out during a podcast? That wasn't a rule. That was a loosely. I said it, on your mother. That's a freaking rule. No, it's not. Are you going to show me that or not? Why are you hiding your phone from me, mom? I do that a lot. I'm not hiding anything. So, should we talk about that one time when you hid your phone from me? And we were at the restaurant. With California, we need oh we um, need another we need another name. Star Wars. Oh, no, oh it's it, Star Wars, it, that it's fits, that works. Oh, we got to figure out what 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 sound we made that made a perfect circle on the little uh, the little graph uh, Oh, that was you definitely talk not over it. Me. You, I, what do you think I do with that? You can't talk over me. I'm trying to make a perfect circle again. I will be silent for thirty seconds. Mm. Ah. Uh. uh. I don't know. I made it for 15 <coughs> seconds. That's good enough. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Star Wars is a perfect name. Yes. Would you like to talk about what, what, uh, I, I accidentally saw on your phone when we were out to dinner with California and Star Wars? I'm never going to live this down. So no. Okay. Fine. That can be its own podcast episode all in itself. And you should be 18 to listen to that one. You should be 18 to do that one. <laughs> I had to wait four years before we can talk about that. Anyway, there's some nice foreshadowing. Um, and we, we were talking about hair and generational, not generational trauma, but generational longing and how that I really wanted my mother to be able to do my hair, but she couldn't. And so, um, I had my friends all taught me to French braid and I learned to French braid my own hair. And yes, I am able to French braid my own hair behind my head. Um, I have, Muscle issues right now, which make it difficult. (gasps) Speaking of generational guilt, which is what brings me to, I really, really, really want Moss to learn how to French braid. So callers, call in or comment, or I'm not sure what people do with podcasts. Peer pressure. It's guilt tripping. It's guilt tripping. Yes. I'm your mother. I, I, I excel at guilt tripping. So anyway, I have access to the internet. Will you learn how to French braid maybe sometime maybe maybe okay because sometimes you braid my hair just a normal braid and that's fine and that is helpful um but you do like daddy where if you want to make a braid like you'll you'll brush on my hair to the back yes I had this whole book about different braids an English braid starts at the top divides into three and continues all the way down and then is you know connected with a band or something what bts yeah sometimes i forget that i have like i your room is coated with bts allowed to we moved at the height of um, my bts phase and i decorated my room with tons of posters and decorations yes and (laughs) i still do enjoy their music but not as actively as a coding my room in their pictures and, and bobbleheads and now i'm i just feel bad so i i would i would feel like really bad and really sad if i took it all down so i sleep with like 200 faces staring at me every day yes it's hot you boys have for two years. yes and that's why I can't change in my own room, or in my own room anymore. This is true. This is true. You have to, like, if you have to get dressed or something, you will go to the bathroom. Yeah. And you will, like, be, excuse me, I need to use the bathroom. Everyone else is They're look looking at me. Yes, I know. It is a little bit creepy. But, you know, they're cute. And That's they're cute. the problem. If the problem is they're cute? Yeah, why is that a problem? Because You look the gay g- boy. They ugly boys. boys staring at me is weird, but fine. Like they're all but cute, cute and hot p- though. Do you have an ugly boy in here staring at me somewhere that I don't know about? I I don't. I, I have know. no idea what you're talking about. I'm saying in general. Why do you have your gummy rabbit from Easter still sitting there in the package? It's it's a one pound gummy rabbit that is approximately 8 inches tall and the only it's, thing you have done is eaten the tip of its ears. It's, his, it's, it's also hard to eat. Oh. Okay, so is your goal to just leave it in your closet? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm good with that. Sure, it's going to be it. It's going to turn into a fossil one day. Yes, it'll it's be a family Ancient alien. historians are going to be like, I wonder what this was. And then they'll like analyze it with their science and technology and they're gonna get some freaking gummy. In. Oh, you you know what else I have generational guilt about oh, no. is handing handing down heirlooms. Oh. Because back in the day it was it was like an honor if your family had something in the family that you kept for generations. And these days it feels like, oh no, oh no, what am I gonna do? Am I going to burden moss with all of these things? I mean, when when my parents And then if you choose not to have children you don't have anyone to pass it down to what do you do with it now come back to less guilt than normal at least which is progress this is some progress (laughs) (laughs) but i can't i can't like like pretend that i don't want grandchildren and stuff like that i i do but it, it but i also always try to add that yes it is your body it is your choice it is your life and uh anyway um what was it talking about besides K pop? This was supposed to be an episode about uh, my hair. Hair and generational guilt. Because, the okay, so the various things we have, um, to hand down. I have, uh, family photos, and that's one of the hard things because next the physical, time you get a haircut, we should ask the hairdresser to keep it and then, like, pass line. it down. As in when my mother, mother, who also had very long hair, once cut it short. And I mean, literally once in, in her life. I mean, she had her hair trend regularly, but, um, the one time when she actually had it cut short, um, I, I asked them to give it to me. So they braided her hair first and they chopped off the braid and I put it in one of those little plastic capsules that you get if you put 50 cents in, in one of those candy machines. And uh, I have no idea where it is. I'm pretty sure it's this big. Not one that's about an inch. You, those you get, if you went back in the 80s, if you put a dime in the machine. Oh, yeah, old people money. Yes, I'm old. But if you put 50 freaking cents in, you would get one that's, like, the size to hold a hacky sack. Oh, please tell me you know what a hacky sack is. Yeah, I had a brain fart. I have, like, 30 brain farts a minute, which is about 2 Pure seconds of cognitive thought. <laughs> you did math. That's good. Yeah. Anyway. I'm really bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I kept my mother's hair for a while. I, I I mean, I was a kid, and I'm pretty sure I lost it within a few weeks. But I used was... to collect those black watermelon seeds. Why? Because I when thought... When was this, and why did I not know? Okay. So, at school... Whenever we would have like watermelon that we could eat, um as opposed, opposed to watermelon that you just look at, yeah, <laughs> yes, and write poetry about. Okay. Anyway, the good Eatings watermelon, you would you would keep the seeds like in a napkin or something. Yeah, like I would spit out all the black seeds, especially because you know when you're in elementary school, people say don't eat the black seeds or they'll grow in your stomach. Also, they're kind of icky. Yeah, what did and you do like, with them? So. I would put them all, like, on the side, and then, like, at the end of lunch, I'd pick them up and I'd go and I had an entire drawer dedicated to my watermelon seeds. I should sort have, of, like, like scoped out your room more often. I this feel like wasn't in, in my they... room. Oh, no. Oh, at school? This was at school. <laughs> yeah, you watermelon seeds at school? Yeah, because I don't want to carry. The little girl's clothing doesn't have pockets. This is true, and it's a travesty. And, you know, my backpack was, like, the size that I was. Yes. Because you bought a backpack that was for, like, freaking middle schoolers. It is so cute, though. I have pictures of you wearing your backpack and, like, almost falling over. Oh, yes. That's so cute. fall, Me falling. Actually, children falling over is cute. One of the best pictures I have from your babyhood. When you were a toddler, you were literally, like, 18 months old. And it's a picture of you wearing your, your big onesie outfit of, of, uh, of a uh, snow. So you be, you could go out and play in the snow. Yeah. But your face was clear. You did a face plant. And yes, I took a picture before I picked you up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but now you would get flamed so hard on the internet. I should find it. I'm pretty sure I have it somewhere. Oh, that's the other thing for generational... And like all of the old... All of my old baby pictures, they're such old cameras that they have the little date at the corner. Mine? That's how old they freaking are. Yeah. My baby pictures are in black and white. And... That's how freaking old I am! could just mean... Excuse me? I was what? <laughs> <laughs> that, could just, that could just mean I was... What? You just cut yourself off there pretty quickly, dear. It means I'm old. It was me. I was born in January, 1971. And yes, unless you, we did have colored film, but it was a lot more expensive. And so for the first like five years of my life, most, almost all of my baby pictures are in black and white. And so I have a, a few like buckets full, boxes full of, of, uh, photos that I would like to digitize and have them only keep the best of them because a lot of the photos there are just duplicates. And like, oh, look, a picture of the mountains and trees. Okay, yay. I have no idea what this is from. So to be able to scan all the photos and get rid of the ones that we do not need to keep. Um, and I feel like, what do I do with the, like, the picture of my great grandparents? Do I force you through generational guilt to like keep it and then hand it down to your non-existent children that you may not even have? What do I do? Okay, so there's photos, both digital and physical. Yeah, and that's that's a big deal. Of well, what do it's we a less a b- it's less a big deal of digital photos because, like, I mean, there's probably ways to like release them to the public and like keep those photos somehow forever.
1: Yeah, as long but as like have physical, metadata.
0: but like physical photos, like matter deteriorates. Yes. It does, yeah. And so, like, what, what do you mommy, do with that? Mommy is a historian. I work in this. What I do is, what well, for my internship, I would go back into the archives. I would get uh, books of delicate paper out. I would open them up. I would Just scan the anywhere. text and keep it. And the friend who sat next to me, her job was to get the old photos out and scan them and, and archive the rest. But... But there's not, it's not just that. I mean, do you know what I mean by the dance swords? Yes. Okay, yeah. So in Scottish Highland Dancing, we do the sword dance. And uh when my mother was little, she did Scottish dancing. And her grandfather had a couple of swords that they used that, I mean, they've never been used for fighting, but they're, <coughs> uh, norm, one is like a Civil War, style, or is it? You know, a Civil War, anyway, I'm not going to get into what kinds of swords, but it's something that two of the swords are important in family heirlooms. We have a whole bunch of swords that are just like, cool, swords are cool. We have a bunch of mini swords, aka knives, that went to daddy. We also have four foot tall foam swords, which are really awesome. And we actually keep one in the living room, and I use it to, like, reach up and close the curtain. It's not exactly very good at it, but, I mean, it's better than having short parents. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what? Did you just... I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that, and then it was not an insult anyway. Like, when we were sitting at lunch today, and I'm just sitting there at the booth, I'm looking at you and asking, wait a minute, do your feet touch the floor? And you're like, um, Yeah. And he looked at the table and I said, no, nope, my feet do not touch the floor when I sit in, in, in an average booth. I'm not that short. I'm five foot three. And that's because, you know, in my middle age, I shrunk a little bit. I used to be five foot four. And that was the average height for women. And I'm five foot two on a good day. And you're only 14, so you will be taller. Very likely, you will continue to grow at least a little bit more. No, because I'm really short for even people my age. I should like, look at the, uh, most people my age, they're at least a few inches taller than me. Is a Do you think the testosterone uh, treatments will affect that? Probably. So you might be, you might end up. Men taller? are generally a lot taller than women. So men are generally a lot taller than women, but if you are assigned female at birth and then on testosterone. To uh have your body um conform more to what your gender identity is, how does that work with the statistics about men are generally stronger men are generally taller Testosterone does that because it's what the testosterone does it it is hrt is short for ho- hormone replacement therapy okay, so it replaces your estrogen or if you are a trans woman it replaces your testosterone and it gives you whatever that chemical does to your body typically it does to you You gender conforming hormone and that it starts working so that it's producing the effects of a cis man or woman yeah okay so yes i read i read the article that you sent me from the doctor about what it does to your body and stuff and that's true. because I'm pretty darn sure it will. You go ahead and Google and I will talk more about generational stuff. So in the garage, <clears throat> there's a box that is labeled, um, it's, uh, Bessalie Weichel Toulmans, uh, China. And um, that is my great grandmother. So you are Moss Fredrickson. I am Amy Beth Fredrickson, and my maiden name is Lily. My mother is Mary Lily, and her maiden name was Brown. Her mother was Laura Brown, and her maiden name was Tolman. And her mother was Bessie Tolman, and her and her maiden name was Michael. And by the way, her little sister, Indianola, is the one whose grave I visit in Oklahoma frequently, if I ever get, whenever I get over to Oklahoma City, I visit her grave. But anyway. Okay. I found an answer. So, if... Yes? if If... So, Moss is at a loss for words right now, even though the words are in front of him on the tiny screen. HRT. Hormone replacement therapy. And what it does, what's the answer? Okay. If your spine has sealed, which basically locks your height in place sometime in your life, generally, sometime around, screw you too. Um, anyways, Motorcycle guy. Yes. (laughs) We're screwing the motor... No! No! We're screwing the motorcycle guy! No. No. Anyway, anyway, when your spine is locked, which happens, what, sometime in your 20s? Yeah, like, sometime it can happen, like, between right after puberty and, like, early... Like, it happens differently for literally everyone. So, once you're... If your spine has not yet fused to lock your height in place, and you start taking testosterone, Mm -hmm. it can make you... Maybe an inch or two taller because it changes your bone structure and it can therefore make you taller. So you will never be as tall as California and Star Wars because they both tower over you. No, because Star Wars is a giraffe. (laughs) Okay, yes, he is very tall. No, have you seen his neck? Yes. I mean this affectionately. (laughs) As much affection as I can possibly have for him. Because he threw a pen at you once, and you hold a grudge. Yes. And I avenged you for it, and then you went off, and you avenged extra. So Yeah, and now I just have a grudge forever. Yeah. Anyway. It's like a joking grudge. I don't actually hate him, but no. He does like to throw soccer balls at people, so. He was a freaking 14-year-old boy when he did that. No, he didn't. He did that, like, a lot. A lot. Like, even in his senior year. He was a teenage boy. In his senior (laughs) year. (laughs) But, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. He has a really long neck. Yes. And he's very tall. And so is California. California is, is towering. Yes. He is extremely towering. Yes. Like, because he has testosterone. Like, the yes. tip of my head only goes to like his, his chest, like his armpit, yes, which is really awkward and really not something you want to do. Yeah, but anyway, you might get taller if you take testosterone because yeah. you're only 14 and your spine has not fused yet, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. So do you know? So in when I was talking about your, your mother's 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 mother, Vesely Weigel Tolman. Um, had a lovely China set, which people did in those days. And even, and it was a very normal thing to pass that down. It was also normal for my mother's generation and for my generation to never ever actually use it. You just admire it and you say that you have it. Mm -hmm. And that was attractive. (laughs) Now that my, now that I am in my fifties, um, I know a lot of women my age are just getting rid of those and they're saying that, you know what, we cannot just keep handing this stuff down that is hardly used anymore. I really want to be able to use it. I want to be able to. What beeping? I think it's outside. I don't think it's a fire alarm. We don't have to evacuate. We're fine. We're fine. Anyway. So in the box is, is, uh, in the box is, um, Vesely Weichels china and i am quite certain that my mother has unpacked it and looked at it in her lifetime but never Mm -hmm. used it and i want to actually use it and i want to hand it down to you but i have this combination of um wanting to give this to you because it's a good thing to hand down meaningful things is this going to have an extra great podcast title Hair and generational guilt. Yes. Hair and generational guilt. That. Oh, that's such a catchy title. I like that. Anyway, what, how do you feel about when you grow up? I mean, I would like to keep it during my lifetime. So hopefully you will be in like your sixties or seventies before you inherit it and have to keep it. And how do you feel about that? It's physical stuff. let's be hopeful here okay let's be optimistic i love you i love you too both my parents died at 79 i yes grandma died oh no she's yeah they they were they were uh, about three years apart and they died about two years apart but that's because grandpa died right before his 80th birthday and grandma died right after her 79th. In both cases, they were only a few weeks from my birthday. But they were both 79. Oh. Question. The question was that, yeah, I'm going to die someday. And and you're going to inherit actual stuff that you will know is meaningful to your mother. Now, my sister didn't want any, any of the stuff. And that's fine. Because I did. And so it worked out really well in our family to say that physically, I physically have any stuff from my parents that was uh something that we wanted to keep in the family, or that was just, you know, just hers. My Grandma lived with us, so... The funniest you know, thing is, cool. is that my aunt, her sister, is very well-off and would probably have the room for the stuff, but doesn't want it. We are less well-off and don't have room for the stuff, but do want it. This is somewhat true. Their house was only... A- it's it's definitely bigger than ours, but it's not huge. But, I mean, I have seen pictures of it, and it's moderately cluttered, but, like, they have room to walk and not paths. Yes, so. this is true. At the moment, we we have paths through the house because there's stuff that is stored in the hallway that is, for the most part, is very neat and along one wall. It's and, kind of like, like a deer who walk through, like, grass it's, or Yeah, forests. it's like deer paths and that go through the house. Yeah. And we, we, we saw a deer. Yes, we did see a deer. We went on a walk, like, a, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And um as we were on one of the trails, we. Um yeah. we saw, like, a deer out in a field, and we stopped and we watched it for a little bit. And then we kept walking, and, like, the deer kind of saw us, and then it, it like, was like, yeah, whatever, humans. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then it, like, went and walked onto the path that we were walking on, and it was about... I'm not good at distance. How far away was it? About ten yards. About uh, ten yards. You got about five yards away from it when you walked yeah. up closer. And um, so, like, we got... And so, like, we were very slowly walking because it was... Like, it was kind of, um... Not like a forest. It was a marsh. Yeah, like it's a little... W- it's wetlands. We were at yeah. Forest Creek Nature Center. Like, um, a little wetlands area. So, it's got, like... Reeds. Yeah, reeds. Yeah. Deer food. Um, And so... It was in a meadow, yeah. And it came onto the path where we were. And it we came were. onto the path, and it was just kind of eating, and it wasn't really moving. So we like slowly walked up to it, and for the first time ever, when a deer noticed us, it didn't sprint away at high speeds. It just kinda, yeah, trotted yeah. away yeah. into this cute, is this adorable little deer path? Yeah, because it was only about mm-hmm. four feet tall.
1: Yeah. So the deer
0: like, could easily walk into it. A person would have to crawl like, or or crouch. Only or I'm gonna do the thing again, or I gesture, or I make gestures. Go ahead. Only, gesture with your hands. Only I can you see. can see, and it's we'll like pretend we have viewers. Okay. This wide. That wide. How wide is this? It's about us. twenty-four inches. This is. Do too- not make me freaking get out the tape. Just, just go on with. Yes, it, it was, was about two feet wide. It was an adorable small deer path, and, and then it disappeared was, into it, the and end. then. Yeah. Oh, and we also saw a lizard. We watched the lizard for a really long time. This is true. I mean, because lizards are cool. Because... Like a slightly inappropriate amount of time to watch a lizard. <laughs> it was cute, and you know It what? was very cute. I know that we have co- we have lizards in Colorado, but you honestly don't see them very often. No, they they do very well at camouflaging, and they're not the kind of thing that you're going to see just you know walking around downtown. You, yeah, but you usually we... only see them if you're uh in a in a place uh, in nature yeah like i heard um this little rustling while we were close to the end of our walk and so i stopped and i was trying to find it and i okay. stared at it for a while and then because yeah. you can only find it when it moves because it. they camouflage really really well yeah and then he oh it was such an adventurous little lizard where can you camouflage yourself now that you have rainbow hair you can no longer that works! Put your shirt over your head. I had not thought about that. Uh, oh, we should get you that sweatshirt that that is uh, where you look out the frog's mouth, the hood, and, and then you zip shut the... Uh, and then I go hide in the marsh. And then you can go hide in the marsh. But yes. Yeah, like, I saw the lizard, and then we watched that lizard for an inappropriate amount of time to watch a single lizard. But it was... It was, like, so small. It was about, like, two inches long and, like, maybe, like, four centimeters wide. Yeah. It was, like, super tiny. Yeah, just a tiny little lizard, but it was and that it was, was, like, nice. the... It was really neat to see the lizard in the natural habitat And that was to, like, at the zoo in the cage. Either the third individual lizard that we saw, or we only saw two lizards, but one of them was really fast. Okay. Anyway... Let's wrap things up, and I have one important oh question. My God, this is almost an hour long. Yeah, yeah, that I have already asked you, but I want you to give it a moment's thought, and then, f- and then figure out an answer. This I haven't done a hard day's think in my life. Anyway, my genius child, we have photos that are both physical and digital. We have the dance swords. We have um. We we have um my great-grandmother's china so here i have this handful of stuff that in my mind the way i was raised is like noble to be handed down in the family how do you gen z 14 years old in 2022 little gay trans boy with rainbow hair and bunnies all around you and k-pop and skipping grades and super smart and how do you feel about inheriting physical or digital stuff that you're supposed to like keep in the family or pass down digital stuff i wouldn't mind that much but physical stuff i might just like find someone like maybe if there's someone who may be lost they're, um, like, something that doesn't exactly have, like, photos, but, like, China or something like that, that doesn't have, like, much identifying stuff, like, faces or anything, but, like, try to give it to someone who doesn't have any family heirlooms, so that they can have, if they want, like, an heirloom of theirs for themselves, even if it's not technically their families, then they could have that, but... I don't know, maybe I could, like, give the photos to a museum or something? Yeah, I think with photos of digitized, it's, it's going to be a matter of physically keeping only the ones that are identifiable and actually have some kind of, uh, you know, historical value to be able to identify it as opposed to just, oh, look, trees, yay, okay, yeah. I can deal with that. I love you. I love you, too. I don't want to burden you, but I want to give you, I want to give stuff to you, whether it's you know like learning how to braid hair and I teach you how to braid hair or whether it's the swords that my grandfather had and gave to people. That would have been Wesley's husband. Yeah. George. Um I I want I want give you you baby, you Mm mine, I love you. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) And we will figure out what this means for different generations someday. Okay. Okay. I love you. I love you too. I'm going to zone out as soon as we turn this podcast yeah. off. <laughs> let's, let's turn off the podcast before we zone out. Zoning out now.